0: an Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at Logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at Brad Logan C-O-T-E. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault to the pavilion, to Swayze Field. It's all old Miss all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan.
1: And here we go. Welcome into the show on this wonderful Tuesday morning uh, where today we'll have a chance to kind of recap the game against Austin B. It was a big old Miss win. We'll take you through all the scoring and kind of recap uh, what happened this past Saturday night. It was a it was a great night for football, and was one of which I spent in the stands. And uh, I had my daughter with me, and she wanted to go, so I'd like to to, uh, to kind of watch this one from, from from the stands, and uh, a lot of different different perspectives. I think more than anything, a couple things that we'll get into in just a little bit about the pregame ceremony, the Ole Miss band. Um, it was very touching. General Wilson was there, the famous uh, guy that sang the national anthem for the world at the World Series for the New York Yankees after nine eleven. A beautiful, beautiful national anthem. And, of course, uh, the Marine, Stephen Roberts, uh, remembered from back in the – I think it was around 2014 when Marquise Goodwin, the Texas receiver, came into the end zone. And then uh, the Marine, the Iraqi Iraqi war uh, war veteran, Stephen Roberts, had a few words. Well, he was there on Saturday. He did the hotty toddy, and he was part of the Marine Corps that was welcomed by the Ole Miss band and the fans. We had a flyover by three humongous helicopters. A couple of fireworks went off. It was a really, really wonderful moment in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. So we'll talk more about the game. We'll get into how Ole Miss came away with a big 54-17 win over Austin P to get to 2-0 and on the year. The sights now go towards Tulane, a program that's also 2-0 after big wins over Oklahoma and then uh, took care of Morgan State. They were relocated from New Orleans. Uh, they played that game at Legion Field in Birmingham, and they defeated Morgan State, I think, 69 to nothing. So it was uh, pretty much a bloodletting there in Birmingham. We're very excited about the future of the show, and uh, the numbers are, have been great, and we're so thankful that you guys have subscribed to download the show. Be sure and follow us on Twitter. That's at Believe in Ole Miss, and also at Believe Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Logan, of course, and follow me on Twitter. That's at Brad Logan C-O-T-E. If you have a chance to download the show via stream, you can stream it on the Believe Podcast Network, or you can download across the litany of podcasts between Apple and Google Play and all points in between. We'll get to the Ole Miss game here in just a moment, but once again, a big special thank you to the Ole Miss band uh, and everyone that made that pre-game and halftime show happen. All of the servicemen and women that came together, Paris Buchanan and the game day staff at Ole Miss did a wonderful job and everything was a really, really well-run production. We'll get to the game here in just a moment after this timeout as you're listening to Believe in Ole Miss on the Believe Podcast Network. It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground.
0: Thousands come each year, And yet, no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, Soaring Honors College, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss.
1: Back into the show as we put a bow on the Austin Peay game, as Ole Miss head coach Lane Kippen will take uh, take its sights and put them towards the Tulane Green Wave before uh, cranking up SEC action and when it travels to face the Alabama Crimson Tide to Tuscaloosa. Uh, Ole Miss went out to a big lead uh, at halftime, uh, would eventually go up to 37 to seven. All started out when Dotero Drummond, a name that we've heard a lot this season, has really stepped it up. Uh, been the go-to guy for quarterback Matt Corral, catches a one-yard touchdown pass, uh, Captain an 80, uh, 80-yard drive, 10-play drive, only took two minutes and 38 seconds. Rebels go up 7-0. Caden Costa did all of the kicking, except, of course, the kickoffs. He, the, we did see um, Cal Nation do a couple of kickoffs, but it was the Caden Costa show. Rebels score again after uh, Sam Williams forces a fumble from Austin P. 33-yard scoop and score, and... uh that uh, clock read about 4:59 on the clock as Rebels go up 14 to nothing. Stretch to lead to 21 to nothing after Jonathan Mingo catches a 15-yard pass from Matt Corral. The cost of kick was good. That was a seven-play, 66-yard drive. Time of possession. Uh, get used to it. Only two minutes and one seconds. Rebels go up 21 to nothing with eight minutes, 28 seconds to go in the second quarter. The Rebel defense stood up once again, uh, forcing a punt from Austin P. If you'll remember, uh, didn't handle the punt very well. Kicks it out of the back of the end zone. Rebels get two points in the safety, 23 to nothing. Ole Miss, uh, once again, D'Oterio Drummond down the sideline, 49 yards from Matt Corral. The cost to kick is good. Four plays, 57 yards, time of possession, one minute, and three seconds. Rebels go up 30 to nothing with four minutes and 51 seconds to go in the second quarter. Braylon Sanders decided to get on the board. 11-yard touchdown pass from Matt Corral. Cost's kick is good. That six-play drive, 28 yards, time of possession is only one minute, 39 seconds. Rebels go up 37 to nothing. At that point, the Rebels begin to sub a few people. Credit Austin P. had a very aggressive offense. They did a nice job putting the ball on the ground, scored in a 30 yard pass. Benico Harley catches a 30 yard uh, touchdown pass from J- Draylen Ellis. Uh, the Maddox kick was good. That three-play drive, seventy-five yards, time possession, right under a minute at fifty-nine seconds. And so we would go into halftime with Ole Miss uh, commanding thirty-seven to seven lead, and Ole Miss was doing kind of what it wanted to. Uh, in the second half, we saw a lot of different players for Ole Miss uh, come onto the field. We saw Kentrell Bullock, we saw John Rice Plumley running some at quarterback. At, at slide back, even at tailback. Uh, Ole Miss would open up the scoring in the second half. Jonathan Mingo, another big play. I thought it was going to be uh, just a little bit of an out route, but what he did, he took it up the sideline, and, of course, that's coming from Matt Corral. Goes all the way up the sideline for 40 yards and a touchdown. The four-play, 75-yard drive, total possession time of possession, one minute, 14 seconds, and uh, that came at the 13 mark of the third quarter. Rebels go up 44-7. to uh, Maddox would add a 30 yard field goal for Austin P to, to get uh, the Governors at the 10 point market, 44 to 10. That came in the third quarter with about 11 minutes and 21 seconds to go. Then Ole Miss got on the ground and put a nice drive together, a time possession of this drive, the longest drive of the game. Four minutes and six seconds. Eight plays, 46 yards, a lot of ground game. Snoop Conner caps it off a three-yard touchdown run. Caden Costa kicks the PAT. Rebels go up 51-10 to with seven minutes, 13 seconds to go in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, once again, Rebels get a lot of substitutions into the game. Caden Costa adds a 26-yard field goal to cap off a five-minute, 42-yard drive. Uh, for 72 yards and 12 plays. Correction, that was the longest drive of the game, of course. Uh, six minute, 14 seconds to go in the fourth quarter, and the Rebels uh, extend the lead, 54 to 10. Austin P would add a 40 yard touchdown run uh, from Evans, and a six play, 81 yard drive, time possession there. Two minutes, 49 seconds with three minutes to go in the game, and uh, Austin P would put seven points on the board, and Ole Miss would come away with a 54 to 17 win. Once again, it was a balanced night offensively for the Rebels as uh, they ended up with 336 rushing yards, 294 passing yards. Uh, So it was a really balanced night for the Rebels. Uh, Looking across the total yardage, 630 total yards for Ole Miss. So two big weekends back-to-back for the Ole Miss Rebels on the offensive side of the ball. Red zone was a big uh, point of contention uh, over the last couple of years. Last week the Rebels were, of course, seven seven of eight. Uh, That one long, uh, unsuccessful conversion was a knee at the end of the game. So, a perfect night last Monday. Uh, Tonight, there were five of seven from the red zone. Another big night. I know that's an area of concern and something that Ole Miss wanted to definitely take advantage of. And for Ole Miss quarterback, Matt Corral, a big night. 21 of 33 for 281 yards, five touchdowns passing, zero interceptions with a long of 49 and uh, was only sacked twice. And uh, I know you've probably heard by now Walter Camp Player of the Week. So big news uh, for Matt Corral and is continuing to tear it up at quarterback for Ole Miss. On the ground, rushing the football, Henry Parrish led all uh, running backs eight carries on the night for 72 yards. Uh, He averaged nine yards a carry. John Rice Plumlee came into the game in the second half. He had four carries for 64 yards. Uh, Kentrell Bullock. Another big night in the second half. Nine carries, 53 yards. Jerrion Ealy saw a lot of action early, obviously came out, wasn't needed quite a bit, so finishes the night four carries for 48 yards. Matt Corral, quarterback, carried the ball eight times for 48 yards. If you'll remember, tucked it a few times and got the first down, so something we've definitely seen from Matt over the past years, and he's done a nice job, just has to get, just has to get down and not get injured. Snoop Connor carried the ball five times for 23 yards and had a touchdown. Through the air, it was essentially the same cast of characters that have kind of led this Rebel team the last couple of weeks. The big question mark in the offseason was who was going to pick up the slack. And so far, at the, after the departure of Elijah Moore, it's been Ontario Drummond. He's had a huge last couple of games, and, and he had a big game against Austin P uh, last week. Six receptions, 107 yards, two touchdowns with a long of 49. Jonathan Mingo, someone that we'd kind of been – Wondering how he was progressing during fall camp. We didn't hear his name a lot, uh, but he had a big game against Austin P. Seven catches. One catches was a bit of a circus catch uh, on the Ole Miss side, almost like it was a one-hander. 99 yards, two touchdown catches, and a long of 40 yards. on Ely, Braylon Sanders, both two catches apiece. Uh, Henry Parrish, Jr., three catches out of the backfield. Jonathan Hess, the tight end, had a couple of catches. Ja'Cour Pearson had a catch and DeMarcus Thomas had a catch. So it was a big night on the receiving end. Matt Corral, of course, a really big night. Five touchdown passes, and uh, the receiving core so far done a nice job after the absence of Elijah Moore, and there have been a couple of people that have stepped up for this old Miss receiving unit. Defensively, the Rebels were all over the field, a little bit lax in the second quarter when uh, Austin B. Was, uh, was able to do some things on the ground. Uh, a lot of people got into the game in the second half. I know I saw... For example, uh, DeMond Clowney, we saw uh, Tywan Malone. Both those guys are credited with a sack, their first sack of the year. Um, Malone finishes with three tackles. Uh, DeMond Clowney with two tackles as well. The stat sheet is just littered uh, with uh, all of the familiar faces. Just for example, Tyler Knight, Miles Battle, Sam Williams. Huge night for Sam Williams. Had the scoop and score credited with two sacks, and, of course, that fumble recovery goes 33 yards, forced two fumbles, two tackles for loss, uh, five total tackles for Sam Williams, so a big night. Uh, Keydron Smith, also a big night, five total tackles, one tackle for loss. A.J. Finley, Trey Washington, Jalen Jones uh, with five tackles. All these guys had five tackles. Uh, Jones, one tackle for loss for four yards. Tyler Knight, uh, what a job. I mean, he's just a spark plug. Comes up and just just lay in the wood. Had one and a half tackles for loss. A big night for him, five tackles as well. So, Isaiah Aiton, a name that we've been talking a lot about. Chance Campbell, uh, four tackles. So, that defense uh, that looked so well against Louisville essentially looked the same. But one thing you have to remember, this team played on Monday then had to turn around and play on Saturday. So, it, it was playing on a couple of days of needed rest that it didn't get. So now you're almost back into game week, where the games are going to be in Saturday for the for the foreseeable future, until of course that Thursday night game, in the Egg Bowl. So the Rebels get two lane upcoming on Saturday. So a big night defensively for the Rebels as they hold to just 17 points and improve to two and zero on the year as it welcomes the Green Wave on Saturday. That's going to do it for the show as we recap the Austin P game as the Rebels. Improved to 2-0 in the year. We're excited about Thursday. J.P. Gooderham, who covers Tulane for Fear the Wave and the Fear the Wave blog, also the Fear the Wave podcast they have on Apple uh, and iTunes. So be sure and tune in on Thursday. This will drop uh, Thursday morning. We like to drop it early so, so folks can listen on their commute. So J.P. Gooderham had a lot of great information about what we can expect to see out of the Tulane Greenway. Once again, thanks, everybody, for uh, uh, subscribing and and rating and reviewing the show. It's been a blast. And so thanks once again to uh, our producer, Joe DeLeon, and everyone back at the Believe Podcast Network studios. I'm Brad Logan. Thanks very much once again for joining everybody, and we'll see you later on in the week on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Podcast Network.
0: To the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad Logan, C O T E and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the Pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss, all the time. This has been the Believe and Ole Miss Podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network.